Do you love maple syrup? Ever thought of making your own? Blaine's Farm and Fleet makes it easy with just a few key items. Stop in today for some friendly advice and all the supplies you need to tap and gather your sap. Cyclists will hit the road during the first weekend of June to support the next generation of farmers. This 18th annual Ride to Farm is a fundraiser for UW-Madison's School for Beginning Dairy and Livestock Farmers. School Director Nadia Alber is on the line with me to share more about the event and also what enrollment looks like in the School for Beginning Farmers. Sure, yeah. So on Saturday, June 4th is going to be our ride this year. It's always the first Saturday in June, and this year we'll be doing one of our favorite routes. We kind of switch it up every year. We'll be starting and ending in New Glarus Wood State Park, right outside of New Glarus, um, and we'll be kicking off at 8.30 a.m. that day. Um, one of our former directors, Dick Cates, will be there, and um, at this point we have about 30 registered riders. We're expecting more. They always trickle in the last week, um, and some great volunteers out for the day. Um, and we'll be going to a couple farm stops along the way and then back to New Harris Wood State Park for our afternoon award ceremony. So is attendance then or registration, is that up or down or just right in line <laughs> with years past? I would say that after COVID, our numbers went down a little bit, um, but last year we were back up to around 40 riders. We usually expect more like 50 to 60. Um, so I'm hoping this last week we'll get another dozen riders in. Like I said, usually people are still kind of planning out their week, um, and everybody has to be registered by the day before the ride, so June 3rd. So they still have some time, um, and some of our diehard cyclists are coming out, so it's always good to see familiar faces. Um, one of our former graduates from the School for Beginning Dairy and Livestock Farmers, Samantha Fry, will be hosting our first farm stop, and that will be near Argyle at their Organic Valley Dairy Farm. Her and her husband, Don, run that. Um, and then in the afternoon, we're going to stop at Green Fire Farm. Actually, uh, a graduate of the Farm Industry Short Course Program who received some scholarships, Carly Epping and her farm partner, uh, Jacob Marty, in the afternoon. You mentioned you've got some diehard cyclists in <laughs> attendance for this ride, but you know who is usually participating? Who should be participating? Sure. I mean, honestly, it is a little bit of a tough ride. Um, we do offer a, a, a more leisurely route if people want to go on the Badger State Trail this time around, or sometimes it's on the Military Ridge. But yeah, there's a lot of people coming out who want to do their you know, century ride because it is close to that. It's around 57, 58 miles, and you need 62 for 100K. Um, so there are a lot of people in spandex, but there's a lot of people wearing, like, cow costumes and just having a good time, or they want to do half the day, for example. They might just do the first half or the second half. Um, and it's honestly people who are really supportive of beginning uh, dairy and livestock farmers. They want to see more farmers in the Wisconsin landscape. Um, maybe they buy local food at the farmer's market, and they want to put their money where it counts and supporting these these farmers. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's everywhere and all, everyone between, but, um, <laughs> but honestly, there are, yeah, quite a few that come out because they want to do get, you know, get in shape for the rest of the cycling season too. Um, so yeah. And there, there's more work than that, than those 50 plus miles. Again, this is a fundraiser. So when you yep. register, there is a cost. Why don't you explain that for us? Sure, sure. So we do ask a minimum donation of $100, which, of course, you can get from your family and friends in order to ride. You don't have to put up that money yourself. Um, but the more you raise, the more prizes, cool prizes you can get. So um, we offer a special Ride to Farm jersey that's got our logos on it and sponsors' um, logos. Um, we also have Milk for a Year, which is a prize from Organic Valley. You get basically... Um, 
lots of free uh, milk, cheese, dairy products from Organic Valley with coupons. Um, we also offer some uh, Sitka salmon shares, so $150 worth of salmon from Sitka salmon. Um, we have, what else, uh, tickets to American Players Theater in Spring Green for two, and some um, Eric's Bike Shop certificates for um, some of our other winners. So, yeah, if you, the more money you raise, the prizes you get, and obviously um, more pride in supporting our, our state's farmers. Oh, yeah, that dairy products for a year is enticing, <laughs> let me tell you. Wow. What else are riders getting out of this? Oh, well, it's honestly, it's going to be one of our most beautiful routes. I mean, they're all beautiful, but we're going to be in the heart of, of our dairy land here. It's going to be down in New Glarus and going, like I said, through Argyle, down to Monroe, to Culver's, and then through Monticello and up back up through to New Glarus. So, um, honestly, they're going to see some beautiful country while they're riding, and they're going to get to talk to some farmers and just enjoy the day. I hope it will be good weather. Usually we, we are blessed with that, but you never know. Um, and, yeah, it's just that, you know, great feeling of knowing that you're supporting them when you're out there and enjoying your friends and family. We, of course, encourage people to come out with their friends and family to ride and enjoy the day. So Now let's talk, Nadia, about where this money is going. How will these dollars raised be used? Sure, yeah. Every year, money that comes in through this Ride to Farm fundraiser goes into um, UW Foundation account, which is for the Wisconsin School for Beginning Dairy and Livestock Farmers. So we <clears throat> basically are, are using these donations not only to give scholarships to students to attend the courses, but also to support general programming for our school. Um, as everyone knows, um, <laughs> we are a public university and our funding comes from the state and then that funding has been declining over the years. So um, we really need to make sure that we're um, getting money from outside supporters and keeping our program strong that way. During COVID, um, everyone knows that the Farm Industry Short Course Program went online, as well as did the Wisconsin School for Beginning Dairy and Livestock Farmers. So um, a lot of our um, clients and, and students have been coming to our, on, our website to take classes. But we're really trying to get back in gear here now to have more in-person classes, and we need um, support from people to, to make that happen here this coming school year. I'm glad you mentioned Farm and Industry Short Course. Remind us what the School for Beginning Dairy and Livestock Farmers is and how it differs from FISC. Sure, sure. So we are also a problem a program of Cal, so College Ag and Life Sciences, um, and we're um, having you know similar issues with our enrollment as the Farm Industry Short Course did. But fortunately for us, we're part of another center on campus, the Center for Integrated Ag Systems, which is a mouthful. But basically, um, we're our own entity, and we teach a lot of classes related to pasture management um, and how beginning farmers can get started in grazing and having their animals out on pasture, which is, of course, a great way to get started with lower equity if you don't come from a big family farm and you want to get started. So we have a lot of people coming through our program that are starting a a second um, job, so maybe they're in construction or they're a plumber and they want to think about agriculture and how they could get involved in farming, and they don't come from a family farm. They might come from the city or just from a, a small town but not have the experience. And so we're really trying to target those people who um, are looking for a second career or starting a career out of high school um, and, and really have not a lot of experience farming. So it's a little different, I guess, in short course in that regard. Um, we're also partners with the Dairy Grazing Apprenticeship Program, which is a national program which allows a two-year paid apprenticeship on a dairy farm. And so our classes can be used as um, related instruction for that program 
Um, as well as getting FSA beginning farmer loan, we offer a business planning class online that's accredited by FSA to help you get started in your, your new livestock operation. Hopefully, um, getting on your feet as a new farmer, that's, that's really hard, and we're trying to help people do that because, as we all know, we're losing farmers every day, so we really need to step it up and, and support all we can. How is enrollment looking for you? Yeah, so um, same, like I said, as the Farm Industry Shore Course, I think post-COVID we did see some decrease in enrollment, especially with people just not wanting to do things online. I totally understand. I'm a farmer myself, and you can't learn how to farm online. You can watch YouTube videos all you want, but <laughs> you really need to get out there and get your hands dirty and, and learn by doing. Experiential learning is really important. So um, I, we really want to get back in person, be doing things face-to-face with people so that they're more comfortable taking classes. Um, we still had online enrollment, but I would say that was one of the reasons why we had take, to take a hit, too, because of the fact that nobody who's farming really wants to take completely online classes, and, and I totally understand. So, um, But we are seeing some increases, and I'm hoping with things as we plan over the summer for the new Farm Industry Short Course Program and the new Wisconsin School for Beginning Dairy and Livestock Farmers, we can see increases in enrollment as we are more in person again. Over the course of the year, we had approximately 25 to 30 students registered throughout the year in all the classes. So there's a business planning class, a pasture management class, and since it's at your own pace, they're not all taking the class at the same time. But um, I do interact with them each individually on their business planning and pasture management plans that they can then submit for um, loan or for related instruction credits. So um, they're very, very excited to be in the class and, of course, trying to run their farm or work their day job at the same time, so as everybody else is. It's structured differently than FISC. Yes, correct. Um, so we do, in the past, we did offer our classes as part of FISC also, um, but we, because we're offering them online, um, that made it much more flexible for people's schedule. They could do sort of a hybrid version. Um, I don't know yet how things will be going this fall, but I'm hoping that we'll be offering them for multiple days, like a three-day course, a week-long course that they could come to Madison for um, in order to get that hands-on experience and also be with peers and, and networking, and that's really important. And I, I think that's one of the things that we really need to make sure happens in this new iteration. Um, but in the time being, I'm, of course, encouraging all my students that I have online to go out there, go to pasture walks, meet with their extension agent, um, meet with NRCS, do what they can to get connected because um, there's a, you know, a good percentage of people in the state that graze their animals and do pasture-based agriculture, but you really need to be networking with those people in your area to be stronger and, and learn more. Um, that's important, too. Nadia, how is declining enrollment impacting your ability to fund the, the cost of the School for Beginning Dairy and Livestock Farmers? Sure, sure. No, that's a great question. Um, and I will say that I am the one and only employee at the Wisconsin School for Beginning Dairy and Livestock Farmers. We can't basically hire anybody if we don't have a lot of funding. So I'm holding down the fort, and um, I'm working actually with Grassland 2.0 as well as a program here at the university to try to amp up and um, increase uh, capacity to see if we can have more of a, a grazing academy or a grassland 2.0 academy um, that can really focus on this depending on what happens with extension and with the farm industry short course program. So um, we're really hoping to expand our efforts here in the coming years with um, funding both from the grassland 2.0 but also the grazing lands conservation initiative which just came through the legislature. Again, GLCI was um, gone for quite a while post-Governor Walker, um, and so now we're trying to bring that back 
and I really I see this strong emphasis among grazers um, in my area in southern Wisconsin and wanting to really uh, to bring this this um, this notion back that that grazing can really help an operation get started and also keep going in times of change and um, upheaval as we're seeing with with the dairy industry. So I'm. I'm hoping that that will will get us through with more funding. Um, And, of course, donations coming in to Ride to Farm. Every little bit counts, so we really appreciate everybody that's stepping up for this challenge and, and keeping our farmers farming. Yeah, whether you're familiar with the School for Beginning Dairy and Livestock Farmers or you're listening to this interview now and you think it's something you want to get behind, register for the 18th annual Ride to Farm. Again, Nadia, where can people get registered? First things first, if you look on the Wisconsin Bike Federation website, that's the easiest way to find us and look for Ride to Farm. Our um, ride website is a little convoluted, but um, (laughs) basically Google Ride to Farm, and we accept all donations. You do not have to ride to give donations to this cause. So um, once again, it's Ride to Farm, and you can look on the Wisconsin Bike Fed Federation website to find our event. Um, you can also, of course, just email or call me. Um, I'm at N for Nadia, N Alber, like Albert without a T, at wisc.edu. So N Alber at wisc, W-I-S-C dot E-D-U. And I would be happy to direct you to our foundation website as well. So. When can people apply to be a part of the School for Beginning Dairy and Livestock Farmers? Anytime. That's the beauty of online right now is you can literally take it and start it and end it at any time. Um, as far as the fall classes go, I cannot give you too much information yet, but I'm hoping we'll have some registration and sign up here later in July and early August. And the Ride to Farm fundraiser is happening Saturday, June 4th. Nadia Alber is the director of the UW-Madison's School for Beginning Dairy and Livestock Farmers. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff. Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long.